Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome to the Dice Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask the hard questions like, which animal would it be most harrowing to cast Awaken on? Hmm. Harrowing? Yeah, like really upsetting. Like, um... Pugs. Yeah, I feel most bugs casting Awaken on them would suck. I like, said pugs, not oh, bugs. Oh, pugs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, no. No, they don't. We, they don't need that. They do not need that. <laughs> you wanted an answer. You, like, that's just chronic pain, existentially speaking. I think ants might... It might be, like, kind of cosmic horror to suddenly not be part of, like, a hive mind anymore and be like, oh my god, I can have independence? Oh god. Oh god. I don't I don't know if they could comprehend that. I think... Well, uh, no, because if you're, you're like, giving, if you're them giving them awake... Like, if you're awakening them, they can't comprehend it. Yeah, but not from the start. You'll have to teach. You'll have to teach the ants. That's not how it works. You literally. Oh, I'm pretty sure awakening, uh, like awaken, gives you, like you're a person now. Like you're of of an a, like a of adult, like of adult um, like Maturity of adult in intelligence. The... I think. Yeah, but ha- okay, hang on. How or like the the I guess the equivalent of your age. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, obviously, like, jokes aside, how does it happen? It's magic, but, like, what determines the personality that you would give to a personality-less creature like a fucking ant? Would all ants that you awaken be the same? Ants have DPD. Yeah, they? Yeah. Okay, you know what? You're the ants fan here, so I suppose... Okay, um... Do we want to play some Pathfinder? Because this one actually is maybe ma- giving me some existential dread. <laughs> Pug is funnier. Yeah. We're going with Pug. Is it funny? <laughs> that one's just sad. Okay, but like, I point to Aridan and say, he did it first. He did do it first. Love you. Aridan Does playing really a pre- Shuni give you breathing problems? Um, I believe the Shuni actually specifically have like let me check. They either have a penalty to... I think they have, like, specifically got, like, difficulty breathing. Um, let me double check that. They right actually now. gave the Aridans a piece of shit. I, he, I'm sucks. sure he didn't do it on purpose. However. Yes, he um, did. He I made did. them. <laughs> I'm sure he did a lot of things on purpose. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that he, like, specifically made a creature with the intention of them suffering. I highly doubt that he, he would... Did. Okay, I, yes, literally, they have an ability flaw. 
they they have an ability flaw to constitution. <laughs> because they have difficulty being alive because of their terrible bodies. Jesus. Okay. Uh, do we want to play some fucking Pathfinder? Yes. Um... No, sorry. Oh my god, it, spe- it specifically calls out that uh, they have blunt snouts uh, with like sinuses that are like super labyrinthy. So they actually they have uh, advantage against um, fucking Zulgat stench and other like inhaled stuff because they have such a hard time breathing. Because <laughs> they can't fucking breathe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the poor fucking bastards. Um, okay, shall we shall we play some fucking Pathfinder? Yeah. Okay. So, previously in Extinction Curse, uh, you guys made your way into um, the Tower of Dizzelin Shrey, the drow wizard who uh, stole the final Aeon Org from its uh, home in Zulkunder and uh, seems to be using it for fucked up experiments which he believes will give him an edge in controlling the city of Shrey. And perhaps after that, the world. Um, you guys uh, teamed up with Ilsetia Wormtouched, um, the Ganzi Arcanist, who has been helping uh, Volio come to terms with who he is uh, as a servant of the Proteans, uh, and what that might even entail. Uh, you fought some Grave Knights, you ran past some statues, and Royari got snatched into a mirror. And now, an evil Royari has come out of the mirror to come fuck you guys up. Um, so, would we all like to roll, uh, just hop into character? Because, um, we do have an evil fucked up Royari to deal with. Yeah. Are we ready to hop in? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> the walls of this hall are covered in mirrors, and the granite is polished to a mirror sheen. Standing in front of you is a warped version of your friend Royari Sansarnax, whose body twists at unnatural angles that don't make geometric sense. As this version of Royari kind of warps towards you, the real Royari has been plucked into the mirror uh, and is um, kind of fighting for his life in there. So everyone, uh, we're going to roll initiative as evil Royari kicks you guys' ass and real Royari... uh, struggles to against like the fact that they have been chained up. Dave, you are going to be playing Evil Royari for me today. Do you think you can do a good job uh, doing an evil fucked up version of your boy? Well, I don't have a choice. <laughs> you don't. Uh, let's hop in. Alright, so everyone evil let's... Evil fucked up Royari be like, don't look at me. <laughs> uh, everyone roll initiative. Uh, Dave, you roll me initiative. With a plus 32. 42. Okay. It went... Mm, fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, KK. God damn it. What I did, saw okay. that roll over. I hate, hate rolls, honey. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, rolled a fucking 28. That was almost going to be a 38. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the dice did swing backwards. And Ilsetia uh, has gotten a... 32. So, uh, top of the order is Evil Royari. Uh, so, Evil Royari is, uh, standing there, kind of, like, walking towards you guys, but, like, it's really trippy to look at. Um, he looks 
like herself, but they kind of like almost look sharper and like their head will twitch from side to side and their face is just permanently this right smile. And uh, Royari, do you think evil Royari is saying much or is it more just like kind of echoes of your own? <laughs> um, I don't think that they're talking much at all. I think that Evil Rayari is probably like doing an evil laugh, like <laughs> but like more evil. Okay, all right. Well, it is your turn, Rayari. Uh, your goal here is to kick your friends' asses. Um, so what do you do? Is it literally just everything that Rayari has? Yep, it is your stat block, except with one difference. You are quickened, but you can only use this last action to intimidate people, which you are legendary at. And you have a plus uh, 38 on this roll. Kill! I, I'm, I'm, is this literally, I'm confused. Is Ray, are, are they just acting the way that they would? Like, I, would they yes, fight the same is, way? Just do should? exactly as Royari would do. You are quite literally a mirror image of yourself. Um, okay. Well, Royari doesn't have panache yet then. Mm-hmm. So they do that. Okay, Rayari's are you going to roll uh, Tumble True? Yeah, I'll try Tumble True Volio. Okay. Uh, by Tumbling True Volio, you are not giving them an attack of opportunity. So uh, make me that acrobatics check. 45. Does a 45 pass your uh, your uh, reflex DC Volio? Uh, yeah, that's a crit. Okay. Uh, Evil Royari gets a hero point, uh, which I will decide when they use. Um, Evil Royari, you... Mirror Royari, I think is probably better to call you. You kind of, like, uh, tumble beneath Volio's legs and whip around uh, that weird, glassy smile on your face. Um, you have two actions left. What do you do? Um, I think they are would. Um, I think that they're gonna pull out their weapon. Okay. Or it's the, the, the evil version of the rapier. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I think they use a finisher. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't against Volio. <laughs> yeah, no, you've got it. Okay, make me that attack roll against Volio. This is a perfect finisher, so roll twice and take the higher. Crit. <laughs> <laughs> is a 46 a crit? Yes. Okay, uh, that's gonna be 52 damage. Uh, plus 2 electric damage for 54, plus 12 fire damage uh, for um, a total of 64, plus 20 finisher damage for 84 damage, and 32 deadly damage for a total of 112 damage volume. You are set on fire by glassy mirror light, and Ariato is electrocuted for uh, 2d6 of damage. Ow. So roll me 2d6, Royari. Seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven damage, Ariato. Okay. Uh, and Mirror Royari, you have one action left. I intimidate. Okay. Uh, well, roll me a d20 plus 38 to demoralize as you give a... 38? <laughs> yep, a d20 plus 38. A 44 against you, Volio. That's your will, DC. Yeah, it's a crit. Okay, Volio, you are totally shocked by this sudden uh, change in Rayari's behavior. I think for a second you don't even cap that something terrible has happened. Uh, this all happened too fast for you to kind of catch on. 
uh, you are going to be frightened too. Add that to your sheet for me. And unfortunately, the thing that would usually make you less frightened is stuck in a mirror. Yeah. Uh, okay. And next, uh, it is Volio. Your turn. Volio, as this is all happening, Ilsechi kind of throws her hands in the air and says, Is that normal? Is this something Royari normally does? No! I don't think it's Royari. Okay! Volio, you have two, three actions. What the fuck do you do about it? Volio doesn't know what this is. Yeah? Uh, he doesn't want to hurt Royari. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't want to risk for Royari. Can he, like, roll perception or something? Like, try and find out what the fuck's going on? Uh, yeah, sure. I need you to make me a... Perception check, yeah. I think that's a good one. 31. Yeah, I think what you can you see is as you're looking at this fucked up weird Royari, you uh, kind of look around in a panic and you see one of the mirrors. The real Royari is banging against the glass, uh, mounting wordlessly at you as he's trying to get out of the mirror. Okay, next question. Would it hurt Royari if he smashed the glass? I think with your perception check, you can tell that Royari is physically inside the mirror and smashing that would kill him. Okay. However, I think you can also tell that you would probably be able to pull Royari out soon if you kill this tick. However, if you leave it for too long, Royari might fade into the mirror world forever. Mm-hmm. So you want um, to take out fake Royari and fast. Fully does a comedic double take. Uh, <laughs> uh, mirror Royari and mirror image Royari. Uh, which is just Royari. <laughs> uh, Volio was gonna attack while grimacing. Okay. First of all, is it a rage? Is he gonna take an action? No. Very yeah, you, you can rage as a, as a reaction uh, with wounded rage because you did get attacked. Yes, I did. Uh, so, raging for free and his two actions left. Uh, he's going to attack once. Mm hmm. It'll be 41. A 41? Does that hit you, Royari? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's 39 plus 8, 2 plus 4 to... Uh, how much damage? Uh, 39 plus 2 plus 4, so that's, uh, 30, or 45. Okay, that's 45 damage to fake Royari. Uh, fake Royari is bleeding, uh, as you hit him with your wounding hammer. Um, and you can see that the blood almost looks sharp as it's coming out. Not looking great. Uh, she just lets out another oh! <laughs> at you. Not the best impression of Royer, but you'll deal with it. Um, okay, you have one action left. What do you do? Freeze is going to look at Ariadne and be like, It's not Royer, hit, kill. Uh, and then hit again. You got it, boss. It's the little one since the 36, probably not a hit. No. Okay. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Volio, you are going to take uh, 1d10 of fire damage. Cool. And then you are going to stay burning. Sorry, King. That's okay. Um, it is now Ilsetia's turn. Ilsetia kind of like uh, rushes a little bit. Um getting close to the mirror and she kind of glances in it. Royari, you're conscious in there. What are you doing as Ilsetia looks in the mirror? Let me out! 
<laughs> she looks at you and mouths, sorry. Uh, and then she is going to uh, cast a spell on uh, Mirror Royary. Um, that is going to be a ninth level acid splash. Um, so she's going to make a spell attack roll, uh, which is going to be a 43 against you, uh, your AC Mirror Royary. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 46 damage and 5 persistent acid damage as she hurls an acid splash at uh, the fake Royari. Uh, that is going to be a total of 14 damage and uh, Royari is going to start taking acid damage. Okay. Uh, which you will start taking on your next turn. Uh, and she kind of, as like she pulls back, she kind of looks at the mirror and says, uh, you guys, he's getting more transparent? Huh? And as you look in the mirror, Royari is indeed fading. Very slowly. Not like within the next few seconds, but like... 10 minutes, you know? That's what you're giving him. So, uh, save him. Yeah. Ariado, it is your turn. Um... You never thought you would raise your hands against dear sweet Royari, but here you are. What do you do? Um. <sighs> Considering this is a mirror version, I assume that like any sort of weaknesses that Royari would have would be the same as mirror. That's a good assumption to make. Okay. Do you remember you already have your curse active? If you go put it to the next stop, it will become a moderate curse and you will be flat footed for 10 minutes. So be careful. I. You know what? I'm gonna try level 9 spell. Okay, holy shit. What spell? Implosion. Okay. This is the only How time much... I've ever wanted anyone to kill Royari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, how does this work? You crush the target by causing it to collapse and on itself doing 75 damage. Flat damage. Just 75 damage. Cool. Okay. You can't target a creature that's incorporeal, gaseous, or liquid, or one of the or one that otherwise lacks solid form. That's actually a good is this one solid? Oh, yes. You can tell. He's okay. not, like, a weird light illusion or anything. He is glass. Okay. Like, glass, you say? Yeah, well, maybe. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind for next time. You're casting Implosion. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not letting you metagame your way out of this one. <laughs> fine, 75 okay. flat damage. <laughs> no save? Uh... Ah, 40 save. Okay, well, Royer, make me a 40 save. Classically, your best save as a wayfish swashbuckler. <laughs> oh, thank God. 31. Nope. Okay, Royer, that's going to be a flat 75 damage as Ariado clasps her hands together and you start to kind of crumple in on yourself uh, and you can see shatters of, like, cracks going up Royer's face, very visibly betraying her glass nature right now. Uh, and winning. you have one action left, Ariadna. What do you do? 
Can I roll to see if there's a way to get Rayari out, like, soon? Uh, yeah, sure. Make me a religion check. I rolled a fucking two. Never mind. 30. Uh, <laughs> man, this is so fucked up. That's all you can take right now. You're like, this is crazy, man. Fair enough, Who'd I guess. Taught? Fair Dude, enough. Mirror Worlds? Man, that's crazy. Anyway. Um, you're, I think you're a little bit too distraught by what's going on to, like, put two plus two together in your head. Mm. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Oh, God. You okay. are a fucked up mirror clone. Uh, you let out a... <laughs> uh, your voice kind of, like, warbling a little bit because you have been cracked by now. You are not looking super hot. What do you do? Mary is not made for healing during a combat encounter. So I think that she'd probably just keep going. Okay. Who are you going to attack? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if it... Well, technically it's both Lilio and Ariato. It's just that I'm going to try to get next okay. to Ariato. Okay. Uh, make me an acrobatics check as you try to tumble through Ariato's space. And... Volio, you make an attack of opportunity against this motherfucker. Okay. 44. Yeah, 44 will get true. And Volio? 40. Does a 40 hit you, Rory? A 40? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, how much damage oh. is that, Volio? That is 39 damage. Okay. Holy shit, Rory, you take 39 damage as you spin true into uh, Ariadna's space. Uh, and you're now standing before her. Uh, body wrecked with cracks now and you let him oh! um, what do you do? Um, Rayari is going to uh, I think that uh, he'd probably uh, uh, do a precise strike okay 46 area yeah there's a 46 of hit that's a crit because I'm drained and sickened well um Let's oh, all God. be glad it's not a finisher. <laughs> that is going to be 52 plus 2 electricity damage, bring up 54 plus 10 fire damage, bring up to 64 plus 24 deadly damage, bring it up to 88 damage, Ariato. And uh, you are set on fire, just like Volio, and Volio, you're going to take 2d6 electricity damage as it sparks into you. So, uh, roll me 2d6, Rayari. Mm -hmm. It's two. <laughs> <laughs> two damage, Rolio, as some electricity sparks into you. Okay. And, Rayari, you have one action left. Ariado, how are you looking as Rayari deals this sweet punishment to you? Ow. <laughs> out, of, out of 145 HP, what are you at right now? 50. 50? <laughs> yeah. Rutrow, Rayer, <laughs> don't let that influence your decision. <laughs> it won't. Well, do your worst. Well, you see, I have, I have a finisher to use. Oh god. Oh, go god. for it. Oh my god. Doesn't hit. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I forgot you had a perfect finisher. Doesn't hit anyway. Oh my god. <gasps> Well, the lower result, the first one was in fact a nat one. So, 
Unfortunately, a 31 doesn't hit. So, Mirari, as you swish through Ariado, you just galloped away from this deadly sharp sword. Near. Oh, God, is this what it feels like? Oh, God. You can feel kind of bad for all the people you've killed in the past. <laughs> um... Mirror Royari, that is your turn. Real Royari, how are you doing as you're watching all this? Let me out of here! <laughs> That's how Royari feels. Uh, Volion is your turn. Uh, oh, wait, Royari takes five damage. Okay. I did that. Volio, it is your turn. Oh god! Oh god. Oh god. Um. Does. Oh, real fucked up. Real bad. Like, she is covered in shatters right now. Like, parts of her are kind of flaking off. She looks terrible. Then Volio will not let up. Hey. He looks injured, but not... Rayari and all their versions look sexy at all times. Okay, (laughs) sure. True. Uh, okay. He's going to attack them. 35. Does a 35 hit Mirror Rari? No. no. Fuck. Okay, well, make a second attack, Volio. 34. Doesn't hit. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! In fairness, you rolled really high in the last one, but you did roll 34 three times. I rolled three 34 times. three times in a row. <laughs> with different modifiers. <laughs> that is so tragic! Your rolls get progressively better. But your multiple attack penalty got progressively worse. I'm so sorry, bud. Um, you try smash Mirror Royari, but she's like kind of just like flicking back and forth, like dodging Matrix style and letting out more. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a crit fail, right? Um, I think, uh, I think Ilsetia kind of like just puffs and says, oh, fuck this. And she's going to raise a hand and cast. Magic Missile! Uh, and she's going to spend three actions doing it. Uh, this is a level six spell, um, which means that that is going to be uh, 3d4 plus four, uh, 3d4 plus three times six. So that would be 18d4 plus 18. And you don't get a save? Magic Missile just happens, Royari. Okay. That is going to be 63 oh. damage as Elsetia holds up her hands. Magic power kind of whips around in tiny little, like, bolts of power. And she just shoots them into you. Oh, Royari, how are you doing? Uh, I, that's it. That's, that's all. Um, okay. <laughs> well, how does this look, do you take? I think that... Ma- what does Magic Missile look like? Is it just um, like a blast of magic? They're kind of like little darts of force magic. Uh, can, I can imagine it looking like, uh, you know, like the, um, the thing in the Mandalorian that he's got where it's like a little whistling thing, or also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you, I was like, are you talking about the thing from Guardians of the Galaxy? There's one in the and Mandalorian in fact- too. The little whistly things. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think that they, that the missiles hit like a weak spot in, like weak spots in the glass of Rayar of Mir Rayari's body and they shatter into like a billion pieces. Okay, and with that, suddenly you're a boom 
from behind you as Royari is just face planted on the floor. The mirror just there's no there's a hole in the wall now. Royari has now pulled out um a um mirror compact and is fixing their makeup because they fell over. <laughs> Ariado is also falling over. What happened? Well, you see, sometimes you fall into a mirror. And sometimes what? sometimes that mirror makes you um produce an evil version of yourself that is less attractive and not as cool and can die easier. This attractive. It looked just like you. Mm, no, I don't think so. It's so literally a mirror image of you. Mm, no, I think it wasn't as attractive as we did. As this is happening, Ilsetsia is kind of like <laughs> sitting beside you, Ariadu, kind of poking you a little bit as you're like lying on the floor. Says, Are you dead? No, but I feel like it. Oh, my dear. Do you need help? I'm very sorry for hurting you. It's well, it okay. wasn't me, but I'm still sorry. It wasn't really you. Oh. <laughs> um, come here. And Rari's gonna go lay on hands. Okay. Her flops over on her back. Uh, I think you guys can take, like, an hour or two just kind of, like, healing up. Um... Mm-hmm. Because Royari has a lot of healing magic, and you guys probably need a quick rest. Because, yeah. ow! Um, Ilsetsu kind of, like, looks around as you guys are, like, take, like recovering. Uh, and she kind of whistles and says, Man, like, I know... I know it's like to be, like, an egomaniac. Like, I fully get loving looking at yourself in the mirror. Um, I do all the time. But, like, this is crazy, right? Like a whole room wall to wall with mirrors? It's odd. I mean, these are usually made for like entertainment purposes. Like getting lost in a hall of mirrors. It's like a little maze, but like harder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man. You mean a place like this would give you like real bad dysmorphia, right? I could. I never feel bad about myself when I'm looking at me. No, yes. me neither. But like, she points at some of the mirrors that like specifically make you look thinner and taller, and she's like, "Bro." Oh, yeah. oh well, okay, yes, that's. Bad. I'm a pole. He looks like in the one that makes you taller. Oh God, you look like a lamppost. <laughs> you got lampposts in this plane. Um. Yes. Wait. Yes. yes no. That's Tachi. No, they, they'd have like uh, they'd have like oil lamps, wouldn't they? Yeah, in Absalom, but yeah. not so much anywhere else. Well, I mean, not here, but like I'm pretty sure Absalom or something has it. I don't yeah, know. Absalom's not everything. Absalom has sick shit. Yes, but they do not have me. No, they don't. Not yet. <laughs> um. I think, uh, as Ilsetsu is looking at, uh, like, blabbing. Ariado, I want you to make me a quick perception check. Okay. Because you're, like, probably recovering the most right now, because holy shit, you got gutted. 38. Okay, as the others are talking, Ariado, you notice something. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the mirrors 
isn't a mirror. She rolls over to said mirror. As you kind of <laughs> look at it, you realize it's a shield of some sort. But it's polished so well that it, like, reflects perfectly back at you. Um, and I think as you go to touch it, you kind of feel your the warmth in your hands that's always there kind of almost be repelled by it. Mm. Do you want to make a religion check to see if you can figure out what's up with this shield? Yes. 45. Okay. okay, yeah, you recognize pretty quickly. This is a reflecting shield. Um, it's a, a high-grade silver buckler, which means um, it's just kind of like a small disc-shaped shield, rather than like a shield shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been polished to a mirror-like sheen. Um, it functions as a spell guard shield, uh, which um, gives you a bonus not against just uh, your uh, physical attacks, but against spell attacks and saving throws. And also, once per day, if you have the shield raised as a reaction, uh, you can reflect a spell back onto its caster. Hmm. So if someone cast Disintegrate on you, if, if you had your shield raised, you could say, no, you! And <laughs> blast it back right at them. Hey guys, I found something. As she says oh, from the yes. fucking floor. <laughs> it's his dust bunnies. It's a shield. Look! And she points up to it. Oh shit, it's a shield. Yeah, it uh it can reflect spells. That's kind of fucking sick. Yeah. Does anyone want it? Uh, I can, I don't know if I can use it. <laughs> uh Here's the thing, with a shield, yes you can, Ariato. Uh, anyone can use a shield, uh, but not everyone can use a shield to the greatest of its extent. Um, like, you can't... You wouldn't be able to use a shield to block incoming damage, but you would be able to use it to uh, ref- like to raise your AC. And you would also be able to use it to reflect spells. Mm. Anyone here could. So anyone can have this shield if they so choose. Mm. I mean, who gets the most spells cast on it? All of you kind of get spells cast on you a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. Only a welcome spells. I don't think Volio would yeah. do all the shield either. Ariato does usually use one of her actions to cast shield, so it might be an idea for her to use the actual thing. That is true. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do the bubble version where you, like, block damage that hits you, but, like... Well, that happens once every so often anyway, so... Yeah, like, that's once in a blue moon. I think as she's pointing up to it, she says, Anyone want it? Going once? Mm, nah. No, you can have a dear. Going twice? Oh, uh, you'll Yoink. see she puts over her hand and says, Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, like, snaps her fingers, kind of, and says, I was gonna sell that shit. It looks expensive. I, well, too late. Listen, listen. I'm squishy. I don't know. I don't know if you can tell by the fact that I'm lying on the floor face down. Yeah, you took like one hit and died. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Ilsetsu kind of stretches um, as Ariadu, you equip a shield and it looks good. Um, like I said, it's not a full-size big shield, but it's a uh, it's a little like 
dinner plate looking shield. It's a buckle. So it yeah. won't like get in your way so much when you're doing your tumble runs. It's not it's not something you hold, it's actually strapped to your forearm. Okay. Uh, I think Ilsetia kind of stands up and she's like, Okay, I'm good, but I was already good. I actually didn't take any damage in that because I stood away from the thing that was trying to kill us. Uh, you yes. guys like, okay, back to full HP, looking good. Said your prayers to uh, Law God. Well, she's not specifically Law God. She's a Law God, it's fine. Not everyone's perfect, like me. <laughs> Damn, anyway. <laughs> he cannot be as cool yet, sorry. Rare, you know that I only is much cooler than Rare's eye twitches. Elsensi <laughs> uh, says, I'm sick of this creepy room. We want to go to the next floor? Yes. Yes, let's do that. I'm scared another cloud will pop out and we'll have to kill him in cold blood. Well, you know, after this room, it can't get any worse, right? It's fine. Don't it's say good. that. Oh my god, stop saying that. She's, Bad things will not happen she to us is again. Openly grinning as you make your way up to the next floor. And you do, and oh. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god? Huh? Pulling back. Uh the next room is Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you because it's there's there's two of them, and we're gonna get into what that means in a second. Uh but slender columns form a ring around a low round platform that merely fills this room. The walls bear a pattern of concave indentations. As you walk, you can hear your f- your feet kind of like echoing beneath you, because even the faintest sounds here resonate and become clearly audible. Your own breaths are like loud. And sitting in the middle of the room are two drow, but they are both very visibly undead. And I say that because they are both slightly see-through. Oh. Ghosts? They look like ghosts, but there's something different about them. You've seen ghosts (laughs) before, but these ones are not the same. One of them is a... um, She's kind of, like, got her hair in, like, you know, like a... Not a beehive, I forget what like the haircut's called, but it's like a tall haircut. Um, almost like Bride mm-hmm. of Frankenstein style, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's a beehive. Okay, yeah. Um, the other one has her hair out in long, flowing curls. Um, she is... One of them is dressed very, very royal looking. The other one is dressed in like very flowy robes. I will say that they... Uh, the big difference between them and a ghost, I will say, they almost look like their skin is made of silk, I guess is the best way of putting it. And their hair is like made of like a weird cloth. Hmm. Uh, and the two of them kind of like turn to you and they both kind of make a face. And um, I think Bill sets you like quietly wolf whistles. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea right now. And one of, like, the the one who has the beehive uh, hair kind of, like, sits up a little bit and says, What are you all doing here? Passing through. Looking around. Having a good time. They kind of, like, the shorter 
one kind of clicks her tongue and uh, her, like, she's the one with, like, the curly hair. And she leans forward and says, What, are you going upstairs to meet Dizzelin? He doesn't usually let guests come up here unaccompanied. Not unaccompanied if we have friendship. She raises an eyebrow and says, Are you going to kill Dizzelin? Yes. What are you, a cop? <laughs> ghost cop. Um, I think when you say ghost cop, they both kind of, like, make a face. And, uh... One of them leans forward and says, Well, I'm not a ghost, sir. Thank you kindly. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you? She raises an eyebrow and says, You, young elf, should know very well what I am. Uh, I want everyone to make me a religion check, except Volio, who I will let make a clown lore check. Clown lore? lore? This is not uh, because they are clowns. This is from... Volio's long-lived experience. Okay, I was like, I yeah, he has seen a lot. <laughs> what are we rolling? Religion. Uh, religion. Yeah, you, were you about to ask me to roll clown lore? <laughs> Thirty-two. Forty. Okay. Uh, Volio, what did you roll? Twenty-eight. You fucking don't. <laughs> All those years of living in Ustola for nothing. Yeah, you don't fucking know shit about what this is. Um, but I think, uh, Royari and Ariato, you both know what these are. And I think you both go, oh, fuck! Oh, yeah? Because that silk, that silky look, you are reminded very quickly of a creature whose name means the Silken Woman. In the tongue of the elves, they are called Ambanshida. Oh! The Banshee. I knew it. Uh, Ariado, you know much more about this than Royari, because you got a crit. Um, you know that Banshees are the furious, tormented souls of elves, bound to the material plane by a betrayal that defined the final hours of their lives. Some Banshees arise from elves who were slain by trusted friends or allies, or whose loved ones betrayed them on their deathbeds. Others spawn from elves whose treacherous deeds shortly before their deaths left a stain upon their souls. Regardless of their origin, Banshees despise the living. This hatred of life is all too horrific inversion of their personalities in life. Some speculate that the more kind-hearted the elf and the more wrenching the betrayal, the crueler the Banshee. Um, what you both know is that they scream real loud and will kill you with their sonorous voices. So don't piss them off. Got it. Yeah. Um. Um. Volu is blinking one eye at a time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I. I want to ask a question. Actually. Is it really only elves that can be banshees? Yes. Uh, it's a horrible uh, miscommunication of the Irish myth. But yes, in Galarian lore, only mm. elves become banshees. They are originally okay. from Kyonin, but they have since obviously traveled to the rest of the world. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Volio just stands there blinking one eye at a time, uh, and he's like, You are two very nice looking ladies. Make me a diplomacy check, and I know it's not a high roll, but I'll let you try. <laughs> Uh, it's technically a lie. He doesn't think. Oh, you know what? I will let you make a. You are so right. I will let you make a deception check. 
All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's 11 plus 28. So that's 39. 39? Okay, yeah. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think one of them buys it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the short, the one with the uh, curly hair, she goes, oh, thank you. And uh, the uh, one with the beehive snarled says, not so fast, young man. Are you so out of touch with your elven roots that you don't recognize a banshee? Oh! One of those. Volu doesn't know what that is. Uh, Volu did, in fact, only spend, like, 16 years of his life in Kyonin. Yeah, you spent very little time in Kyonin. Yeah. And it's um, been, like, been like a century since then, so, like... It's, it's been a hundred years, over a hundred years. Uh, yeah. He kind of grimaces. Uh, he's like... But I haven't been back in a long time. I'm very sorry. Uh, the older one kind of scoffs. I'm a not bit. full elf. Yeah, they they're both like just. <laughs> well, no, the top, the older one is. The younger one look has a kind of dazed, dreamy face on. <laughs> uh, she's still she's still happy. She was called pretty. Ah. Um. And uh, the older one kind of. Anyway, as I was saying, you're here to kill Dizzelin. Yes? Is it a problem? Uh, I think she doesn't reply to you and she instead turns to her sister and says, Exactly what I was telling you. Why would someone uh, have so many enemies unless they had a reason to have so many enemies? No, yeah, I'm, I'm behind you. I get the feeling that maybe he's, you know, kind of prick. I mean, look at him making us spend all day inside here, you know? He makes you stay inside all day? Um, the two of them kind of look at you. Uh, they they kind of always have, like, an expression of disdain on their face. The young one, she kind of floats forward and says, Oh, yes. He makes us perform for him when he's bored or for his guests, but recently we get the feeling that maybe he's, you know, behind all of it. Behind all of it. Yes, behind, and she kind of gestures to her and her sister. The reason we're like this. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Uh, the older one rolls her eyes and says, We died during the e- our exodus to the Black Desert alongside House Train. We were betrayed by a faction from within the house, and to this day we remain unsure who arranged the murder. But as we've spent some time thinking about it, we believe that perhaps Dizalin, our very own employer, is to blame. He's been coy about denying his faction's involvement, which obviously put, makes him look guilty, wouldn't you agree? Yes. A bit. If he's got you working, and I assume... And if he's being coy about it, like he's not telling you anything or hiding things? Yes. That, first of all, as as somebody who employs people, ridiculously, no. Suspicious, um, right? It's extremely suspicious. Unprofessional. That's what I've been saying for a hundred years now. You should unionize. If you've been hired by this man for like a hundred years, and he hasn't been telling you things, despite you being loyal employees, 
Well, I don't think that you deserve that treatment. Hmm, that's what I'd say. You're good, you're agreeable people, yes. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Nahiris, and this is my sister, Saiza. And Saiza nods says, hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, the sexy also <laughs> waves. Um, Nahiris kind of like, um, looks uh, at you all and says, your clothes are quite strange. Are you from the Red Circus? Well, we're not from the Red Circus, but we performed at the Red Circus. Mm. We're from a different circus. Oh my. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, she seems uh, quite convinced. We used to be performers ourselves, you know. Oh, you did? Oh. Yes. What did you do? Saiza kind of smiles and says, Well, Nairis uh, plays the violin here, and I am a singer. Oh, my. We used to play music at all the cabarets back, back home, back before we came to train. Oh, it was wonderful. It's why Dizlin hired us. Hmm, interesting. Oh, um, wait. Nairus? Yes? Should we kill them? <laughs> we won't... We won't hurt you if you don't hurt us. It does not have to be oh, any violence. Oh, you would not win any fight against us. Okay. You don't know that. Uh, well, we wouldn't attempt to fight that. Nairus kind of strokes her chin a little bit. I mean, it's in our contract that we must kill you. Yes, but do you well, like your contract? No, not really. You also don't like the guy, right? Mm, that's true. So, spite? That's true, but we do also love killing mortals so much. Like, no offense, but I fucking hate that you're alive. That's fair. Mm. Understandable. Nihiris pauses and says, wait a sec. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she kind of clicks her finger and brings out the contract and she reads through it. The contract only states that we must attempt to best you in combat. Doesn't say that the combat must be one of blades and blood. Perhaps it can be a combat. Mm, do you want to play Uno? No. <laughs> of music. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, okay, I guess. Uh, so kind of like perks up, her curls curling, and she's like, Yes, yes, a, a, a contest of music would be fantastic. Oh, it's been so long since I've been able to play anything with my companions. And I think uh, Nairus turns and says, What do you say? A quick uh, musical encounter. And if you win, we'll let you true. Fuck it. Right? Hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All of us is musically inclined. Not me. Uh, Ilsetia puts up a hand and says, I'm really good at singing, she says, and you know that's fucking bullshit. You heard her singing. That's a lie. (laughs) Ilsetia, I think that's bullshit. Uh, I think I'm good. I have fun, and isn't having fun what matters? And both Nairus and Saiza say, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Saiza says, you'd better be ready to do your best. Why not? Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, and they kind of grin, and uh, Nairus kind of like conjures up a beautiful ghostly violin and says, well, let's have a sing-off. So Nairis uh, summons a ghostly instrument and begins to play it. 
and you can hear like piano and uh, other music kind of like come in from the uh, from around. Uh, and uh, Naira says, "We'll take it in turn. I'll sing first, and then you come in and sing the next verses after me." Um. So the way this is going to work is that each of you is going to make a performance check to sing. Okay. And we'll see how this goes. Um, so she's going to go first, and uh, she begins to sing out. Uh, and it's a good song. It's not bad. It's not as good <gasps> as her sister's violin playing, but it's, uh, it's not bad. Um... It's kind of got like a wavery, like ghost feel to it, you know, like um, old jazz from like the nineteen tens, uh, like the real, real old stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It kind of like her voice warbles as she sings, kind of in time to this violin music that uh, her sister is playing after you, and uh, she starts like clicking her fingers in time to like some of the uh, ghostly drums that are playing in the back before she starts spinning her fingers and points to. Uh, and we'll see who she goes for first. Um, Royari! Royari, you're going to need to make a performance check against her. Okay. A performance uh, check? Yes, to sing out against her. Uh, it's a 29. Okay. Royari, you sing too. Um, does Royari sing often? Uh, I mean, like, not like... I mean, like, yes, about the amount that, like, a pe- that people, like, sing, but it's mostly just, like... You're not trained, right? yourself and stuff. No, that's not their thing. Okay. Uh, I think you sing about as good as her. Uh, okay. and, like, I think that... She looks pretty confident as you start singing. Like, yeah, okay, I can do... I can take this. It's fine. Um, as you kind of sing... And as uh, your verse kind of starts coming to an end, it's a song that I think you all know, like um, some old drinking song. But as that verse kind of comes to an end, she starts spinning her fingers, and this time she points it to Ariato. Ariato, okay. you need to make me a performance check. All right. All right. Uh, that is a 39. Okay, that is going to be. You? Okay, Ariata? Are you good at singing? Um, I think she doesn't really think about it all that often because whenever mm-hmm. she's like, whenever she like ever sings, it's when she's doing her artwork. It's, mm-hmm. you know how when I zone out? Yeah. Or when I'm focused <laughs> on something. Yes. I have a tendency to like hum or mutter. Yes, like, yes, yes. Yes, same deal. never makes you the dice roll, but I can confirm this. Uh, same deal. <laughs> okay. And when you actually, like, push out Ariato, I think both you and her are surprised by you being really good at this. Um, so you are kind of pushing back against her, and she, for a brief second, you see her face twitch in annoyance. Eh. <laughs> Uh, before she kind of like spins her fingers now and it's towards you Volio Volio you said you had a dumb idea and I'm very afraid what are you doing Volio Volio pulls out his trump card Volio reaches into his bag and he pulls out odd body oh my god oh my god <laughs> okay I, just, oh my, I forgot about, I forgot that odd body likes to sing Ugh. 
Okay. My, my fuzzy little friend. My fuzzy little adorable friend who I love. We are, very, very, we are friends now. Don't you help me? He like holds it by his face up to his face. Um, and he he's like, I need you to sing. I need you to sing beautifully like you always do, you little angel. Ah! He kind of lets out a warbling shine before his verse starts. Uh, you are a master in performance. So what I'm going to give you, Volio, is I'm going to give you a... Uh, I'll give you fortune on this. So it's basically advantage. You're going to roll twice and take the highest results. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. It's a 15 and another 15, so... Okay, so it's going to be a 15 plus 26 one way or another. Uh, so that's going to be a 41. Okay. Volio, as you hold Oddbody out, the damnedest thing is that he harmonizes perfectly with this violin music. Um, and his little <laughs> voice box kind of just like... <laughs> and like, it's <laughs> freaky. And the sisters kind of stare. Um, <laughs> as you are like, definitely like doing better than Siza is. Um, I need Royari and Ariadne to make me a perception check. Well, <laughs> is holding up like Simba, by the way. Perfect. 41. 26. 26? Ariadne, you're pumped. Yeah, fuck yeah, you're winning. Let's go, let's go. Royari, do you see a look of pure fury cross over both of her face at the fact the concept of losing? Oh no. Oh no, They're, we're pissing them off. <laughs> yeah! Oh god. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, they're gonna yell at us. Um, which is the last thing you want a banshee to do. And uh, Siza kind of like her eye twitching says, Let's go for another round. There's a few more verses. Which was not part of the original deal, but you know what? And Ariadne uh, and Bully, you're both like, That's cheating. What the fuck? Royari, <laughs> like, Royari, before they can say anything, just starts like slapping him on the shoulder, like, We're doing another round. Okay. Eric looks, looks at uh, looks at Ryder with like a tilted head, like, huh? Well, we think this round. Um. Uh, uh, okay. Uh. Well, he was too busy listening to our buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Siza's turn again, and she is uh singing her heart out now. Like she's pushing and. This time it sounds like it sounded okay the first time, but it sounds great the second time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she kind of like belts a little bit nearly, and for a second your heart's all like nearly stopped for a second. You're, oh, whoa, okay, yes, remember banshees, banshees, banshees. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be Ariad. Oh no, Royari, your turn first. Okay. Uh, so you have to make a performance check. Uh, although, if you want to flub it, you can. I think Rory wants to flub it, just because they don't want to piss these guys off, and also because they basically won last time, so, like, why not? Um, so I need you to make me a performance check, and you will have misfortune on it. Roll twice and take the lowest number. Because you could, don't want to, like, make it obvious either, right? Ooh! <gasps> Oops. You roll? What's the lowest number? In, in, in this case, that's a nat 20, basically. 
Yeah. <laughs> Royari, you, I think, in your sudden fear of, oh god, they're gonna kill us, uh, start coughing, and then you start, like, really coughing, and you throw everyone off for a second, and uh, you can see Saiza looking really smug and superior, like, <laughs> got him. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. Royari just fucking made a balls of it. Well, considering uh, Royari tanked and was the one that said we're doing another round through clenched teeth, she she says, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this now. Okay, are you going to take this advantage or are you going to try to do your best? She's going to disadvantage this. Okay, so uh, misfortune, roll twice, take the lower. All right, I'll roll four. Um, yeah, that's a 28. Yep, no, you you sing and it's good, I guess. Ish. It's not as it's not as moving as the first time. I'll say that much. <laughs> the first time was fucking great. First um, time she was actually trying. Yeah, but this time it's just kind of hollow. You're off key a little bit here and there. You stumble over like a word. It's like it's not bad, but like you've done better. Nocticula would not be proud of this one. No. <laughs> Um, finally, Volio, it's your turn. Um, are you gonna take Misfortunist, or are you gonna try your fucking best? Well, Volio doesn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Volio, Volio is currently holding the odd body in uh, one single hand now, like like a Hamlet skull. Okay. Um, and he's like, uh, and he's like, sing by Angel of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. That was, a, that was something. <laughs> uh, I need you oh, to make no. me a performance. I rolled a seventeen. Uh oh. What's your problem? <laughs> a seventeen plus twenty is a forty-three. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, you blow around the water again, but like the other two made such a ball to it that I don't think it matters how good Oddbody's harmonizing is, uh, <laughs> because uh, with that. Uh, Myris, I uh, kind of like ends with a like uh, a flamboyant bow, and uh, Siza kind of like pauses and then claps and says, "Yay, I won!" Oh, silly me! What? Uh, it'll set you like, dude, what the fuck? That was so shit. <laughs> Okay, ow, uh, ouch, Jesus, what the fuck? Me. you. They're gonna fucking jump us now. I, Are you gonna jump us now? Uh, and I think the two of them look at each other and they've all got faces on. Before uh, Siza says, Well, I don't think it would be fair to humiliate you twice, now would it? Oh, it would no. be so very I would cry myself to sleep every night for two years. Well, I guess we'll just take our W here. Very kind I mean, of you. Okay. We'll just take the L. Uh, Nihiris uh, smiles and says, And how fun killing Mr. Sh- uh, Dizzlin. He fucking earned it. <laughs> oh, I'll have fun with that. Oh, thank you for the blessing. And uh, they kind of step aside, and you guys are able to make your way up to the next room if you so choose. Dice Roll Roll will return after these messages. 
Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. This is the penultimate episode of Book 5 of Extinction Curse, meaning that the week after next, we are going to be starting the final book of this campaign. Um, <laughs> which is a terrifying statement. I hope you guys are excited for that. Um, to prepare for it, um, we are going to be revamping the Patreon, getting some stuff cleaned up. Uh, we had a Patreon revamp a little while ago, uh, but then unfortunately, um, due to some real-life stuff, it was a little more difficult to put time into upkeep. So we're going to see if we can find a way that will both be easier for us to keep stuff going into the Patreon, and uh, you'll be able to get more good stuff out of it frequently, you know? Uh, so we're going to be thinking on that, but for now, we are happy to uh, say that all the missing episodes uh, of Book 5 that for ad-free stuff are now on the Patreon. If you are listening to Dice Will Roll for free, like a chump, you can instead pay $5 a month um, and get ad-free episodes where you don't have to hear me blabbing like this in the middle of uh, your session. On top of that, um, we're not going to be doing any for this campaign. However, our $10 tier is still open, and the reason being is that we are soon, like, we're going to be giving priority to uh, existing $10 patrons for new NPCs in the next season. Uh, the cast already knows what the next season is. We're working on getting some commissioned art for it soon, um, and, you know, when the Extinction Curse comes to a close, we'll announce it then. But uh, all I'm going to say is the cameo roles from ex uh, that you saw on Extinction Curse, uh, where oftentimes they'd be new performers, uh, they're going to be expanded on quite a lot. Um, cameo roles in our next campaign are going to be pretty important. So get in ahead, get ahead of the curve. Um, like I said, people who are already patrons will get a priority when the new campaign starts. Uh, and also there's just other stuff you can find on there, like our blooper reels and uh, some old behind-the-scenes episodes and character sheets, good stuff like that. Um, and hopefully we will have some new merch on the store very soon for you guys to check out. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, as always, be sure to tell friends. Uh, we're hoping to give Dice one last big growth spurt before the end of this season uh, to prepare people for the next. So even though that's probably going to be maybe up to three months away uh, before we can start thinking, you know, season three is on the around the bend, um, it would really mean a lot to have some more people come in, listen to the show, and tag along for this last stretch. Thank you all so much. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast... But you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. So you guys make your way upstairs again to the next floor. Uh, as you're kind of like tromping up the stairs, um, Il Setsia turns to you guys and says, So this is for... Four, I think. Four out of seven? Mm-hmm. Or is it five? No, this is five. We already know four. That was four bananas. Oh, bless you. Almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. This is going to be great. And you move to the next room and you're like, oh, god damn it. Of course. Because this room looks fucking weird. It's a grisly chapel. Artistically arranged bones and skulls from decorations and furnishings. <laughs> A chandelier of bleached bones and uh, garlands of skulls hang from the ceiling. 
In the center of the room is an altar made of stacked bones, and behind it stands a statue of a uh, female drow, skeletal from the waist down and wrapped in tattered rags. The walls are covered with ornamentation and artistic designs, all made with bone. Uh, everyone make me a quick, like, religion check. 38. Okay. I think Lily's religion is a flat check, so 15. Yeah. 40. Uh, okay, well, I think all of you do recognize it. Uh, Volio just kind of out of, oh yeah, I know that, kind of, I don't care. Uh, Ariadne and uh, Rare, you two do know pretty well, but this is a depiction of Ergatoa, the god of undead. She was oh. the first undead creature. She was uh, a, I believe, a servitor of Phrasma in life, aeons ago, who decided, I don't want to die, though. Uh, and she's since <laughs> become a uh, kind of like gluttonous overlord. Uh, she is all about excess. More life than you need in undead. More food than you need. More sex than you need. It's a lot of weird death murder sex. Um, well, I think that she's got the right idea on one. Okay, on one of those things, I'm sure, where Eric can agree with. Um, mm -hmm. As you're kind of coming <laughs> in, you see that there is no stairway up. Huh. Uh-oh. What'd you guys do? Um, Rayari sort of, um... So we don't, we can't find a way up here. Yeah, there's no, there right? doesn't seem to be a, uh, door, uh, a stairway up. Um, but what, what I will say is something starts to kind of, like, apparate. And I think, Ariadne, mm -hmm. you notice it first because you feel the heat on your skin. Mm -hmm. Because coming out from a lamp that is held in Urgatoa's hand comes a entity. And I... Man, it is a weird-looking motherfucker. Hmm. He's kind of... I a, like this guy. He's like a purple cloud from the waist down, then a purple dude, extremely muscular and covered in, like, gold um, jewelry from the waist up, uh, a symbol of Urgatoa around his neck, and then the head of an owl. And he kind of lets it up. Who dares? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Get it. <laughs> because you have a. You're such a <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Stop clowning <laughs> yeah, around. All right, I get it. It's very clever. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Ariado, I will say, as soon as this guy manifests, uh, you kind of sniff the air and very quickly realize that he's got, like, an aura of flammable gas around him. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Ariato sniffs and goes, Ah. She whispers back to the group, Distract him for me. I have an idea. Volu takes out his club and starts struggling. What are you doing? What? Stop that! <laughs> what are you? Anyway, cool. It, yes, it's very interesting. Allow me so... to introduce myself. Mm -hmm. I am Pashmeta, guardian of the Chamber of Wishes. Oh. <laughs> It's nice to meet you. Who are you? 
Royari Sansanex. I'm Fulio. Ariada. Uh, and he kind of like, uh, he kind of strokes his chin a little bit. What are you all laughing about? Who do you think you are? No, I'm, I'm not laughing. Uh, uh, anyway, it, it was just the who joke. I'm sorry. I, I'm really. Oh, yes, very clever. Good. I don't hear that enough every day ever. You try really having an owl head. No, it's like, so. So, who are you? I, I mean, I know who you are, but like. Well, you've said your name, but like, hello, hi. Do you not know a genie when you see one? Oh, oh. Well, I suppose I've never seen a genie. Well, no. now you have. Um, Ilseti kind of like crosses her hands. You're not a fucking genie. Oh. What? No. No, I know what genies look like. This isn't a fucking genie. Don't like. Don't are get you it lying twisted. to us? He what looks really you? sad. Oh my god. Are you okay? Oh my god. Do you want to be a genie? No, are I okay? am. Was. Okay. What? Oh no. What How happened? You know? I still tell the truth. I am indeed a genie. Merely not the same I was once upon a time. I am a blight burn genie. One whose very essence is corrupted by the radiation oh of this dungeon. Oh god. I have been mutated into Ooh. something new, hence the fucking owl head. <laughs> ah. You are guests of Master Shrain? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Then he, yes. has, he has led you to the chamber of uh, wishes for one reason only, clearly. Mm-hmm. To do my escape room puzzle. You have an escape room puzzle? No, it's the password to get sick. to the next floor. Oh, I was wondering. There were no stairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, he kind of gestures around, is Train's Church of Ergatoa. I am not his priest of Ergatoa. I don't even worship her, but it is true her magic that I am bound here. And it is true her magic that I must advise uh, Master Strain on all matters magical and once per year give him a wish. Although, and he kind of leans towards you guys. Should you free me, you will be granted a wish yourselves. And again, oh. it looks like says, don't fucking, don't, don't do that. Come on, guys. You know, <laughs> do you, want you know the whole... you don't like it here? Yes, I would love to be freed and I'll cast, uh, give you a wish. And she shakes her hands like, no, seriously, don't. But, if something offers you wishes, it's gonna corrupt them. This is, no, wishes no, no, hold on, hold on. Would, would you say you wish? hate it here? Yes! So, it sends your head spinning. If I were not banned you by like Urgatua, I would strangle you, sir! Do <laughs> you like being an asshole for no reason? Yes. Oh my god. I love it. Oh. I hope the next floor kills you. <laughs> Me too. Oh my uh, god. While this is going on, can Ariado like try to see if this dude is like lying or not? Or at least like try to yeah. see what he is? Yeah, make me a perception check. Oh, good. I'm great at those. I've been great at those today. This is the best <laughs> time. Uh, okay. 39? Okay, yeah, no, you'd just be his uh, deception DC, but it does look like he is being pretty honest about being trapped here. 
But is he an act? He's not an act genie. Not anymore, but he was once. Okay, so he's telling the truth about that. Yeah, uh, he, um, it sounds like the way that the radiation interacts with genies uh, is not great. Um, actually, if you want to make me a, I think, uh, make me a quick um, nature or arcana check. Uh, hey, nature it is. Uh, that is 39 again. Okay. Um, I think uh, you know that uh, genies are a type of elemental spirit, um, which they do actually have native cultures down here in the Darklands. So they probably lived here alongside the Zulgas millennia ago, but when this cave started becoming more and more radioactive, they got warped into something new. Blightburn genies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think she's just gonna whisper the information to them real fast. She's like, he's telling the truth. Um. It does seem like he doesn't really like it here. I don't. It fucking sucks. But if you release me, I will grant you a wish. Is that true? Yeah, but also Satya is right in that he... Never, t- never, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't take the wish. Well, I mean, we don't, we don't need your wish. Yeah, dude, we could just let you go. You, you live. But, if you, like, I fucking, I, I, like, we'll just let you go. Like, you don't need to, there's, there doesn't need to you be a wish involved. You would need to destroy Dizzelin Shrain. Well, okay. That's all that's in the plan. And to get to the next floor, you will need to solve his riddle. Oh, God. Do you know the answer? Yes, but I physically cannot say it. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> it sucks. Can you give us a hand? The riddle. This place really is. What breeds, consumes, and grows, but was never and never will be alive? Time? No. no Do you mean breather? Like breathe? No, breathe's like <gasps> Okay, thank you. I'm thanks, sorry, sorry, my tick genie accent makes it sound like the other thing all the time. I fucking guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a common thing around here, I think. Um, breeds, consumes, grows, but is not and never will be. Is that what you said? It's something that breeds, consumes, and grows, but was not and never will be alive. Mm. And the hint. I am the hint. Kind of. Is it you? No. I. No. No. Uh, oh, and I'm dead. No. I mean, technically, oh. but no. Wait. Well, you can't be technical. If it's right, it's right. Well, I'm dead. It's don't read or grow. It's, no, it's not them. And they were. They are alive. They were alive once. That's not the point. You can create an undead from nothing, can't you? No. no. Oh, fuck. I thought you could summon them. I'm a well, real undead I mean, bitch. 
Fuck you. Damn. I'll fuck you up. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> Amata looks really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> You're a genie. Yes. Genies have powers over the elements, right? Yes. You said that you're kind of a hint? Yes. Fire? Yes! Yeah. It's fire! <gasps> Yo! Nice! Don't Thank you for not lighting a fire in here. Just so you know, it would have done yeah, 20d6 no. damage to you all. Dude, okay. Mm. <laughs> so, I could smell it? I'm a flame oracle. Bro, get the fuck out of my chamber! Immediately! <laughs> get out! He raises a hand, stairs come up down. Get the fuck out! Get out of here! Get out of here! We're going, we're going, we're going! <laughs> As you're kind of like like stumbling, uh, Ilsetia. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before, no, hold yeah. on, hold on. Before they yeah, leave, yeah. Uh, Volio's like, he's got his head up, and like, he's got his body at the door, but he's got his like head like looking back at him. He's like, wait, one more thing. You're a good guy. You're quite. Palatable. Get it? He shakes his head at you real bad. Like um, pellets? Pop an arrow? He gives you the finger. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, Why are you harassing this man? As you guys it's are making funny. your ways up the stairs, I feel evil today. Says, I just want to say that I did know the answer to the riddle. Cool, why didn't you say it? Because it was more fun to let you guys do it. Oh my god. Yeah, well it was. I feel very accomplished and smart. Yeah, you did great. Oh my gosh. Give it up, you know? There's little things. Floor six, this is the last one before we get to Shrain's lab. (sighs) Okay. Oh, Of course. And as you come in, I I say this each floor, but holy fuck, man. (laughs) Oh, great. Written in undercommon on the walls reads The Hall of Victory. Why are there swords and, and patterns everywhere? Yeah, there's a lot of swords. Uh, a lot of them look like magic swords, uh, which seem to have lost their powers from a long time ago. Don't get excited. Um, but also there's like a lot of stuffed things on the walls. Uh, dead creatures that like Shrain seems to have defeated. There's like a taxidermied purple worm that wraps around like the sides. Uh, skeletons of like creatures both humanoid and non-humanoid kind of like lie everywhere but the real centerpiece of the room is this giant cage and the cage uh, you can't really see into it really well it's like there's like a shroud of darkness that even your magic can't read through but before it, you actually see some stone tablets. And you can recognize them immediately because you've seen these style of stone tablets in Zulkundur. Do you want to go check them out? Yeah, sure. They seem to be ones written by the the last Zulgath to live in Zulkander. The ones who would sacrifice themselves and become undead. The ones who had been worshipping Zibgavazeb, the first of them. And they speak of the end. 
it seems that the final days of Zulkander were not ones that were peaceful. It's not like they faded out over the millennia. Something made them stop worshipping there. Something big. It all happened when one day a huge figure was seen kind of coming from like around the like rims of Zulkunder in the jungle. No one knows how it got there, but a huge skeleton. And wherever it went, it became darker and colder. And the Aeon Orb would, like, react poorly to it. And all the Zul'gath there knew that it was a sign that the end of their time here was coming. And it did, because something preyed upon them. They called it a manifestation of the Apocalypse. And then you see a carving of it on the last one, and it is bone-chilling. It's a massive skeleton wearing kind of like weird armor. Um, giant gold shoulder plates, um, a huge crown, um, almost like in like Aztec, re like religious garb type thing made of gold. But then floating behind its head is like a black halo. And I want. Uh, everyone to roll me a religion check. 44. Nine. 40. I think you recognize this thing, unfortunately, Ariato, and it doesn't make you feel great. Oh, good. Unfortunately, that's always a good word. Ariato, this is a Tsimitsu. They are exactly as Zilgat described them. Harbingers of debt and destruction. Giant skeletons that some sages consider to be instruments from the gods, called down to destroy worlds whose time have come. Some others believe that they are exiles from a far-off civilization of space-faring giants. Some just think that whatever the nature of their existence is, it's even more disturbing than the two of them. And they're infamous for their power over the Eclipse. That's the thing behind them. That black sun, it's a solar eclipse. Mm. In the real world, Tsimitils, uh, which I'm probably butchering, are a Aztec belief. Okay. They were uh, kind of... Um, he was a monstrous deity d associated with the stars. So I think as you're looking at these panels, Ariato, Royari, and Volio, you kind of like sum together that the reason that the Zulgat left Zulkunder was because something forced them to. Their time came and an entity that represents the end of the world decided that their world had ended. So oh. it made an end. But you're not sure why this is here in front of this giant cave. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think, Royari, it's you that sees an eye light up. Mm-hmm. And when it does, it kind of illuminates what's inside the cage. 
It's a giant fucking skeleton. And it's kind of like sat slack, its jaw hanging open um, as it kind of stares at you dimly. And then the cage slowly begins to creak open and this thing starts crawling out of its cage. And fellas, it is the biggest fucking monster you've ever seen. Like, I'm talking, this thing looks like maybe 60 feet tall. Oh my god. Say hello to the Simitil as it comes out and suddenly behind it, a fucking solar eclipse lights up. Like, it has a black halo. Holy crap. Kind of pulls itself out. It lets out a kind of sonorous voice that says, And Il Setsu is like, oh fuck, okay. Hey guys! Things! Oh what do we do about that? Uh, we stop it. <laughs> um. Everyone, I want you to roll initiative real fast. No. 43. 27. Okay. So, top of the order is unfortunately the Simitsu. Which, again, uh, any of our, uh, like, Latino followers who know how to pronounce that properly, very sorry. It's a lot of T's and Z's. Um, as this thing comes out, its eyes are lighting up, and then suddenly it blasts a bolt of light out of its skull directly at you, Ariadne. That is a 46 to hit. Great. I, you're going to take 108 damage immediately. That is 4012 electricity and 10d6 force. Sick. Ow. Um, it is then going to bring a claw down on top of Royari. Uh, that is going to be a 47 Royari. That is a crit. That is going to be 80 bludgeoning damage as he slams his fist down on top of you. Ow. And as he kind of stands up, he he's going to take one action to stop being prone because he was sitting. And he is now, like, he's, he has to, like, bend over. He is that tall. Um... And he's looking down at you, his head like like bouncing against these skeletons tied to the ceiling, as a like black halo that looks just like an eclipse, like turns the whole room black. And you guys, even your like god vision is being fucked up by this. Um Ariato, um, it is your turn. Oh fucking Christ. Uh okay. Um Okay, I think she's gonna use a summon. Okay, what are you casting? Summon Deific Herald. Oh shit, okay! Uh, she's yeah. summoning uh, Sanray's Herald. Okay, uh, uh how does Summon Deific Herald work? Because this is an incarnate spell, right? Yes. Those are the special thing they do, right? Uh, yes. So I'm basically using all of my actions to my knowledge. Um... To summon a herald, um, depending on my deity's alignment, so Sanrays is good. Uh, neutral okay. good, arrive, uh, arrive, enchantment good, or of redemption. While within 100 feet of the herald, you and your allies gain the champ- uh, champion's glimpse of, rede- glimpse of redemption reaction. Oh shit, you all get it? Yes, all of us. Holy fuck! And then, okay. when cool. it departs, um, it grants merciful healing. The herald casts a three cast. Free action version of the fifth level heal spell with a radius of 100 feet. 
and only targets me and my allies. Okay, cool. Very good. So, Ariato, um, you kind of, like, hold your hands up and kind of cry out, and uh, a holy ball of light appears, and then this isn't, like, a bit. The actual Sun Lord Talakos appears. Uh, he's a four-armed, winged humanoid figure with platinum skin. Two of its, uh, two of its armor hold flame scimitars, and the others carry a longbow. And he has a halo of doves. And, like, he kind of, like, appears in a blast of light, and he says, Servants of Serenray, I shall be your hero! And, uh, as he kind of points out, he says, uh, he, like, points at this guy, and all of you feel like his holy sunlight, like, entering your hearts, and says, Evildoer, you will not harm these adventurers! Holy shit! Um, again, this is not as like a fake version. This is the real guy. He's only here for a second, but he is here. Uh, so that is your entire turn, right, Ariato? Uh, yes, I believe that's how the spell works. Okay. Uh, and he will depart on his next turn. Yep. Um, Ilsetia, it is her turn. Uh, and Ilsetia turns his. Is that is that a fucking her? You know, fuck this. Um. And she is going to, uh, she is going to blast this guy with a fireball. There's a straight, simple fireball. Fuck it, right? Um, the Simit Seal needs to make a, uh, reflex save. That's a 39, which against her spell DC is just a pass. So he's going to take half of 66 as she hurls a fucking blasting ball of fire up at this gargantuan monstrosity. Um, and that is going to be half of 18. That is 9 damage. Yikes. Sorry, Elsetia. It's a pretty low level spell slot that you true. Um, well. <laughs> um, so that's going to be 9 damage. Uh, and she makes a face as, I tried! And she's going to back up because you fuck this, try. actually. Um, Volio, it is your turn. The apocalypse itself is standing above you. This is the thing that destroyed the last remnants of the original Zulgat civilization. What do you do? Gulps. <laughs> uh, Fair. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Will is going to rage. Okay. Take an action to rage. He hasn't been hit yet, so it's good action. Uh... Or wait, no. Uh, it doesn't, because Volio can cast a spell and rage at the same time as rage. Okay, cool. Uh, What's the spell? God of Destruction and Death, uh, God of Destruction Schmeth. I'm fucking turning him into a clown. <laughs> He's a will save, right? Yes. Uh, that is going to be... <laughs> You rolled a two. Uh, a 37. Fuck you! That's one above my spell DC. So what happens on a pass? <laughs> uh, on a pass... On a success, the target... Uh, basically, it has the effects of Clannish Curse for one round instead of an hour. Which means that for one okay. round, he is flat-footed. All his dexterity stuff is fucked up and janky. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that... He gets a big, silly clown nose and um, Mako kind of covers his face in bones, but I don't think that makes it any less fucking terrifying. You are now staring about a giant skeleton clown with a fucking end of the world halo. What do you do? I like to think some daisies come out of his head. 
Okay. Well, he's gonna hit him. Okay, go for it. Hit it in the boat. 30? Uh, no. You want... I'm gonna use a hero point. Okay, you want me to use a hero point? That's a... Yeah, that was a not one. Yeah, and you don't want to fuck up right now of all times. Like, funny jokes aside, holy shit, this thing's bad. Yeah. 47. Uh, 47? Uh, against a seal? That is going to be a, a hit. Nice. It's, uh, 39 damage. 39 damage, okay. Um, Volio, your hammer cracks into this thing's, uh, shin. And it lets out, like, a kind of, like... I don't think it makes any noise. I think it still, like, moves. But you hear its bones, like, shattering a little bit as it moves towards you. Mm. Um, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Volio, that is it. And Royari, it is your turn. Um... You are looking up at a symptom of the end of the world. It's not like this thing actively like chose to wipe out the Zulgat. This is ultimately the lasting after effect that Aradin brought when he stole those Aeonors. This is the thing that he brought? Uh, Aradin himself didn't create this, but like it was attracted to this place because yeah, it, it, was the, it was ending because of what Aradin did. It's not okay. that he brought it on purpose. It was a consequence of his own actions. Yeah. Okay. This is the okay, ultimate okay, consequence okay. of Aradin's actions. Yes. Yeah. I think Rayari is going to pull out the weapon. It's not already out. Uh, you already had your weapon now, I'd say. Okay, then I'll use a um, precise strike first. Okay. Poke him. 32. A 32 is going to be... Oh, God. I'm using a hero point. Yeah, because that's going to be a crit fail, bud. 37. A 37? Not too bad. Uh, that's know. not going to hit, but it's not a, it's okay. not a crit fail. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to use a perfect finisher. Okay, go for it. I guess that's fine. None of them hit. Nothing hits. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Rary yeah. is going to... Uh, sorry, I rolled and I rolled 32 and 36. Uh, then I'm just going to tumble through. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. 46. Uh, a 46 is going to work, Ryari. Uh, you kind of, like, swing at this thing's bones, but, like, this thing is so titanic that it is hard to even, like... You are no... You have no idea how to fucking even take on this thing. So instead, you do what you do best. You dart between his legs and do some cool flips. And you feel great about it. Sick. It is now the Simitil's turn. And, guys, this is fucking horrifying. It kind of, like, raises its... Uh, eyes to the ceiling and screams and then all the lights in this room flicker and then go black and you realize very quickly that it is creating an eclipse all the heat in this room is drained and all the lights are put out so all of you are actually blind against this thing now for once even your god vision you can't see in the dark here um, so all of you, uh, this guy is concealed. You can hear him, you can see, like, his bones moving, but there is a chance that you might just miss in the darkness. On top of that, I need everyone to make me a fortitude save, as it suddenly drops below freezing. Pretty low. Not low. Uh-oh. Oh. Well, Volio, it's uh, a good thing you have a Juggernaut because it will do less damage, but you're going to be affected by this. Oh, God. 42. Okay. 36. Okay. 
Okay, Royari, that is going to be a fail. Uh, Ariato and uh, Ariato and Ilsetia both pass. And Volio, you crit fail, but you're going to take a half. Uh, you're just going to take a regular damage because of Juggernaut. Although you will still get the regular effects. Royari and Volio, the two of you, as all light leaves this place on a metaphysical level, is just darkness, and you start to freeze like you are in the depths of space. You are both going to take 16d8 cold damage, which is a total of 101 damage. No. On top of that, you are both slowed for a minute, and Volio, you start having flashes. You start Uh-oh. seeing the end. You experience the fear that the last Zulgat, the, although they were evil and they worshipped Zivgavazeb, seeing this thing coming out from the jungle and picking them up and eating them as the, like, the crystals in the ceiling went dark. You feel that existential terror of, it's all going to end, isn't it? You are doomed! You've already failed a saving throw. Uh, Ariato and uh, Ilsetia, you are both going to take 45 cold damage. 45? Yep. Question. Yeah? Can I use Breath of Life on myself? Good question. It is a reaction, but... It is a reaction I'm seeing. I would say I'll allow you to cast it on yourself. All right, well... (laughs) Only because this is the best way this could go down. Because, Ariato, how does this look as you start casting Breath of Life? Um, I think her own body heat is able to keep her warm for a little bit, but it's not enough for that damage. Like, she actually feels cold. Mm -hmm. And I think her body kind of tenses up because because of, like, how intense it is. And mm-hmm. drops to drops to one knee, mm-hmm. almost falls over. Mm-hmm. But I think she's able to catch herself on her hands and just tough it out for a little while longer. But just fucking barely as she breathes, at, as she uh, lets out <sighs> breath of life. I'm so sorry, KK, for what's about to happen. Okay. You let out a gasp of golden breath, and for a second you feel exactly like you mentioned. And as you're looking down at that foggy cloud of, like, expiration from you, you feel a numb horror as it turns black. Mm. And it re-enters you. And you realize that even your own healing magic is being eclipsed. The Simitil uses light to dark, a reaction. Anytime a creature uses an ability or spell with the positive trait within 120 feet, he inverts it into negative energy. Ooh, then this summon is gonna fucking hurt. Well, he's used his reaction, KK. He can't do it again. Okay. KK, remember when I said this is the best way it could go down? (laughs) I was not fucking around. You just saved the party. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Ariato, you go down as your own breath chokes you as the apocalypse enters your own magic and you go down and you're at zero HP and you are going to be dying one mm-hmm. 
So I need you to make a death saving throw because, uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. It is unfortunately the Simitil's turn, and it's going to bring a claw down on Royari. Uh, Royari, that is going to be a 43 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Volio, do you want to use your uh, Glimpse of Redemption to try to stop this? What? Yeah. Volio has Deific Glimpse of Redemption Herald. because of Deific Herald. Everyone has it. Sorry, yes. I was I, I I for for a second I genuinely thought that you mixed up no, Volio and Rayari. spell save the fucking day on all levels. Holy crap! <laughs> then yeah, Volio will do that. Okay, Volio, you feel the power of sunlight in your head, despite the cold around you, as you hear uh, Sun Lord Talakos in your head being like, Volio Via, don't give up, save your friends, and. Sunlight blasts from your heart and kind of like casts a healing bubble around Royari. Um, So this is going to be your level plus your charisma less damage out of 35 damage. So, Bully, what's your charisma? My charisma is plus two. Okay, and what's your level? 17. Uh, 17, yeah. So 35 minus 19. Royari, you are going to take 16 damage instead of 35. Um, Ariato, it is your turn. I need you to make me a death saving throw. It's been a long fucking time. Eleven. Eleven? Just by the skin of your teeth, Ariato. <sighs> uh, you are alive, but you are unconscious. You're at zero HP as you're just kind of on the floor. That that breath that you had kept you alive. It really did, despite everything. And Ooh. as you are sitting there, Ariato, Sun Lord Talico says... Be strong, adventurous! Do not give in against evil! The light of Seren Ray heals you! And with that, there's a flash of light as this angelic figure leaves. And as he does, that is going to be a fifth level uh, heal on everyone. So uh, that is going to be uh, 5d8 healing to everyone. And the Simit still needs to make a fortitude save to avoid being uh, fucked up by it. At 16 HP to everybody. At 16 HP, including to you, Ariato. Oh, God, she's up. <laughs> What's your spell DC? Uh, my spell DC is... 32. Okay, yeah, he's actually going to take that damage. Um, so he takes 16 damage, but you can see him, like, flinch back and scream in pain as healing... It seems to do... He seems to be weak to it. You just have to be able to catch him off guard with it. And Ariado, you are up. You're okay. Barely. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it is, as you're kind of slowly, like, looking up at this thing, suddenly you feel someone grab you by the uh, shoulders and pull you back. And it's Ilsetia. Ilsetia comes up. She grabs you and says, no, no, no. We're getting you out of here, queen. Okay. And as she's getting up, she sends a single magic missile at fifth level up to this guy, which is going to be 5d4 plus 5. Uh, that's going to be 16 damage. It's better than nothing. True. Volio, it is your turn. Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Uh, Vol- Ritz has texted me, wouldn't it be fucked up if Volio died and I had to play Oddbody? I'd like that. If Lily does that, I want to play with that's popular. I would allow it, but I'd be very sad about it. Uh, I think it'd be cool. I don't think you should be sad about it. 
you have three actions, and there's a big fucking skeleton in front of you. That is really terrifying. It is absolutely fucking horrendous. Don't have two actions since I'm slow. Oh yes, you only have two because you are slowed. Sorry, King. You're welcome for money. Uh, I wanted to take out uh, the wand and use it, but I can't. Uh, well, he's gonna hit, and then he's gonna take out the wand. Okay, cool. Uh, make me an attack roll. 44. Uh, 44 is gonna be a hit! How much damage is that? That is 44 damage. Okay. Volio, your hammer bounces into this thing's shin and lets out a roar of pain as is kind of like, you can see its shins are starting to get real fucked up. Um, mm. It doesn't like that at all. Um, one thing you notice as it's like wailing is like through the darkness you see a glimpse and it's got fucking eyeballs on its hands. Like, on the palm of its hands, they've got giant eyeballs. Okay. You can only see glimpses through the darkness, but it's fucking terrifying. He is, like, just a silhouette at this point, with, like, a golden outline. So you have, you take out the wand then? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It is Royari's turn. Royari, oh god, what do? Uh... It's positive energy specifically. Yeah, anything you can heal with. I'm smiting evil. Okay. Uh, so you're casting Smite Evil? I'm casting Smite Evil. Okay. Um... So your sword is glowing. Royari, what do you say to, like, condemn this thing as an enemy of good? I don't care what you are or what you signify. You will not hurt my friends. Um, and I think that, uh... Oh, sorry. Was that wrong? Not bad. good. It was very good. Sorry. You said- you said that really No, I was Um, like, holy shit, that's good. And... (laughs) Then she's going to uh, with her last with uh, her last action. They're gonna attack. Okay, make me that attack roll. Forty-two. That's a hit, baby. That's gonna be an extra six good damage, which does trigger its weakness. How much damage is that otherwise? Um. Okay, so that is um twenty-five. Plus six, plus five electricity damage, plus three fire damage. Thirty-nine. Okay. okay. Um. So, uh, well, actually, it's a little more than thirty-nine because uh, you can see that this thing is very visibly pained by like that good energy that flowed into him, and it lets out a screech. It hates you. Fuck you. Um. Mm, fuck you. And it's going to uh, show how much it hates you by uh, hurting you real bad. Um, It is going to bring down another claw, uh, this time on you. Yes, that's a 53 to hit. Um, 53? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a crit. That's 106 damage, Royari, as he just whaps you hard. Like, so much so that you almost go flying. Okay. Uh, and it screams out in anger as it shoots an eye beam at Volio. That's a 41 to hit, Volio. 41 hits. That's 57 damage as an eye beam just uh, like explodes from his eyes. Um, and it's going to try hit you one last time with its hand. That's a 31 to hit, Volio. No, it's not. Okay. Ariato, it is your turn. This thing looks severely damaged by now. You can see the gold is starting to crumble. Its jaws are starting to go slack. And, like, this sunlight behind it, slowly but surely, it is turning to day after this eclipse of, like, that has lasted forever now. What do you do? You're on 16 HP. You're being pulled away by Alsetia. 
Do your worst. Mm, all right. All right. Um, I need a reflex save. Okay. <gasps> I was. I really thought, man, it'd be mad funny if you got a nat one right now. It'd be mad funny if you got a nat one. Hey guys. Nat you one. Nat one. It's. I'm not even bullshitting. This is like. This sounds so fucking fake because it sounds so convenient. No. That is a 33, which is a 32 plus one. Oh my god. What are you casting? Sunburst. You can take a hero point for that one, King. <laughs> you can take a hero point for that one. Literally how I envision this is uh, Ariato casts it, and the sun behind this thing literally explodes. Okay. So sunburst. Yeah, okay. It's going to make a religion check now to try fuck up your spell. I, I'm letting you know. Okay. So that it will heal itself. Ariado. Yes. Does a 31 pass your spellcasting DC? No, that's a 32, my guy. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah? Oh my god, how much damage is this? This is like a ball of searing lights, right? It's like an area searing lights. Yes, because this man is this man's is undead. It's 16 D10. Times two. Ariado, how much damage is that? Times two? Oh, times two? Uh 178. Oh my god. The idea, KK, that you had was so fucking gorgeous. I'm gonna let you narrate how this kills the fucking Simitu. Uh, so as she's basically being dragged away <laughs> by, by her other arm, Ariado turns, and I think she uh, raises her hand and focuses on the sun that's behind, uh, behind him, and she turns her hand in a way that basically like dials up the light as much as possible, and once it's basically overbearing, she closes her hand in a fist, and it explodes behind it. Like the solar eclipse is just completely, uh, it's completely engulfed by light. And with that, that light explodes. And suddenly all of you kind of have to look away as this thing lets out like a ra like a harrowing scream that echoes through the building as it shakes. And it lasts for like a solid 10 seconds as this thing slowly turns to dust and then vanishes into nothingness. And sure enough, as you all sit there, you realize that you have overcome the end of the world. Huh. Oh my god. Ariato, are you okay? I'm... I'm fine, kind of, now. We could take a break, come oh, yeah. here. Please. We have healing. Which part of deck do we want to unpack first? What do you mean, unpack? The death god? Or the sun god who came to our hell? Or the you almost died, young lady? Or the... At the end? I mean, 
Because it was fucking awesome! That shit was cool as hell, all throughout! Like, yeah, we almost died, but it was cool as shit, right? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. Are you okay? Uh... Would you like some potions? Please, I hurt. I'm I'm alive. I'm just I hurt <laughs> everywhere. Okay. It was. I actually felt cold, guys. <laughs> okay, I think that it's time for me to lay on hands. You should be feeling warm. <laughs> the flame oracle, and I felt cold. Unnatural. It happens, I guess. Yeah, when I'm up against a death god, I guess. Yes, well, come here. I will make that go- that go away. Okay. All of you kind of sit, healing yourselves. It's been a rough flight, but you have now successfully cleared out all six of the lower... Six of the seven floors of the Tower of Bislin Shrine. Only one remains before you finally take on the evil wizard who has stolen the final Aeon Orb. And when you get that you'll be able to finally put together the last parts of your quest to save the world. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talison, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to see what you can get for your support, check out patreon.com slash dicewillroll and help us keep it rolling. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.